Welcome to the B-Sides and Beers podcast. Welcome to B-Sides and Beers episode 15. Tonight we are talking... Uh, musical guilty pleasures. Uh, this is our look at the songs that we should really hate but secretly dig. Uh, let's do our usual thing. What are we drinking tonight, boys? Dane, you go ahead. I'm uh, drinking a Syrah tonight. <laughs> yes. I'm off the beer. A what? Yeah, oh. I'm off the beer because uh, it's just been fucking me up lately and i think it's the the gluten so stupid yeah. gluten yeah man i've like grown like some weird intolerance to it and like a couple weeks ago i just had like a couple of uh donuts and some budweiser's and i paid the price for like a week <laughs> yeah it's, yeah have you ever had gluten-free beer? It's all fuck no. <laughs> yeah. It tasted like car tires. Oh, gross. It's awful. Gross. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've thought about it. I've thought, you know, maybe I'll give it a shot and see if it's like worth it. But I would rather just have like a, a nice bottle of wine instead and like enjoy my drink. I mean. I, I just find wine goes down too fast. It's too quick in a bottle and then two bottles are gone. At least with beer, it slows me down because you get a little bit bloated. Yeah. <laughs> and full. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And fuck, I love drinking beer, but I don't know. I'm just like uh, taking a little break skis right now. So it's all right. That's all right. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm drinking uh, from the Dead Frog Brewery Ooh. in Langley, BC. Okay. Uh, I'm drinking Atomic Cherry Ale. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, it's a cherry beer. Yeah. Have you guys ever drank Creek? I don't think so. Dane, you have you ever? Uh, is it the is it Belgian? Yeah. Yeah. Cri- Lindemann's yeah, cri- Creek. Creek. Yeah. 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 I'm hoping that's what this tastes like because I like Creek and I don't know if it will be the same, but ah, here I go. There you are. <laughs> I think the only time that I've ever enjoyed a berry style beer is at, at at a certain brew house that brews it in in house and then you know they throw a handful of berries in the in the pint with it, that kind of a deal. But out of the can or the yeah. bottle, I've never really had much uh, luck with it. So it's pretty good. Cool. It's pretty good. Mike? I am back on the salty Scott from Parallel Forty Nine. It's the Scotch Ale. I had it a couple shows ago, and it was so good that I had to buy some more. So I did, and that's what we're doing. Are you? Have you tried that Innocent Gun stuff? I've tried two or three different Innocent Guns, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I've had those, like the rum cask one. I've had the whiskey cask one, just a straight-up Innocent yeah. Gun. Yeah. But that's another beer, too. If I drink two of those, my head is Power. Right. Wow. Yeah. But it's so good. And like I said before, if it comes in a, if one single beer comes in a box, you know it's expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> What's the most expensive yeah. beer you've ever bought? 
probably in a pub. In a pub? Like a pint? Yeah, probably. Like, a, like yeah, an overtry? Like, oh, it's $9 beer night? Yeah, $9 <laughs> beer, and that's probably my most expensive. Well, I've switched from going or from buying, you know, 12 packs and six packs to just buying the individual tall boys. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it's nice having a little bit of variety and, and it's, it's, it's easier to find something cool and interesting that way. So, and those well, are usually about 250 to, yeah. And these are about 250 to three bucks kind of deal for a can. Holy so. fuck. They must be putting some kind of ferry charge on our beers because uh, it's like 350 is your cheap shit. Wow, that's your blue buck. That's your Phillips blue buck. Is maybe you're lucky if you get it for three fifty. But like the crafty stuff, like it's almost five bucks a can. It's nuts. Well, you don't have a, a government liquor store there. Uh, we do. Most of them are private, though. Okay, yeah, because the government one is the one that I usually go to, and they tend to have uh, much better prices. Oh, <laughs> ah, okay. So I have to like, yeah, check yeah, that. The, that this, one in Vern is huge. It is. Yeah, it's it's yeah, pretty it's cool. A big one. Have you been to that? Uh, there's that one they advertise on the on Highway 97. There, the it's the biggest beer store in like BC, and it's in Vernon. Um, Monashi? Oh yeah, Monashi's. Yeah, it's they they have a lot I've never of been stuff in there. there. Yeah, it uh, it used to be a bar, and they in the past couple of years they they gutted the whole place and made it a liquor store. It's it's okay. Oh. There's a lot of variety there, but I think it's too expensive. So. And the parking's kind of shite, so I'll just go to the government liquor store unless I'm looking for something really crazy. And uh, it, it's kind of cool if you want something super different. Uh, like they have stuff on the shelves that no one, you know, normal people wouldn't buy. Last time I was in there, I grabbed, uh, I don't remember what it's called, but anything that I looked at on the, the cool shelves was like covered in dust because nobody touched this stuff so <laughs> take it off the shelf blow it off and yeah you gotta wash off the can before you drink it but uh literally the, dust it off exactly but the 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 selection there was awesome it was just the it was it was a little inconvenient so i haven't really found a reason to go back but yeah, yeah. so who's going to take the first dive into uh well, embarrassment i'm i'm gonna nominate you because <laughs> this was your selection so. oh all right all right okay Boom. okay you got us into all this right. mess this is your this is your fair show. enough we'll we'll just follow <laughs> fair enough all right well and some of these like i said like maybe you guys will tell me that i'm crazy for thinking that that's a guilty pleasure but and then maybe some you'll make fun of me for and that's okay too we probably will but um, may, maybe we should back up a little bit and and give a little bit of a uh, I don't know a, a backstory or definition on what makes a song a guilty pleasure. Do you have a? Well, I think you know, like kind of like you said right at the beginning. Actually, you almost kind of framed it perfectly. Something that we like, but maybe shouldn't like, or I uh, can I don't know. Like, it. I think that you know it when you listen to it and you're like, I probably shouldn't be liking this right now, but I kind of am. I don't know what it is and you don't want to tell anybody that you do, but (laughs) you got it on your playlist somewhere buried and it comes up every once in a while or maybe more than once in a while and it's all right. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go right out the door and I'm going to give you uh, Phil Collins is... uh, my first guilty pleasure. all right as as an artist are there specific songs that stand out or well i mean really if you go anything kind of beyond in the air tonight everything's pretty cheesy yeah when you really 
lay it down, but um, I don't know. Just as I think I listened to, I, I know I listened to a lot of Phil Collins when I was a kid. My mm-hmm. parents had like all the records. Yep. Uh, so I was pretty familiar with all of his material for the most part. I thought the album covers were kind of striking. I thought that the fact that he was a drummer was cool. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I liked all that stuff and I can still listen to all the cheesy stuff and s- still dig it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, like, I don't know what it is, but studio is good stuff. You know, like, um, I even like, you know, the, che- the super cheesy, you know, even the ballads I'm, yep. I'm all right with the Phil Collins ballads. So I'm completely on um, board with you. I mean, even go into the, the Genesis stuff and that comes down to, what was in the background of us growing up right so yeah yeah i just feel like phil collins gets a lot of flack like in the music world really and you know oh yeah man like even when they talk about you know when phil collins played with led zeppelin oh yeah at live aid right and you know they basically make fun of phil because he like mess the whole thing up right like did not do a good job jimmy page said it sounded like garbage and you know well, phil he, collins sees it otherwise but well he tried to make that his own show like it, he tried to make it a showcase on himself right i think that was yeah the biggest thing when you you go in being a, a you know a replacement drummer and and you you put take the focus off the band and you put it on yourself of, of course you're going to go downhill on it right so yeah well, and if the fact that the guy took the Concord to play both Live Aids oh, yeah. in one day is badass, man. I don't know what it is. I just, I like that. I think that's cool. Yeah. No, um, I'm definitely on the same same spot with you. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I, don't get me wrong. I don't listen to, like, the Tarzan soundtrack or anything All like that. Disney like, stuff, I don't yeah. love, yeah, I don't love every single thing that the guy ever did, but... If it comes on, I will not change it. I don't know. It's his voice, I think. It's just, and we've talked about this before too, you know, Mike, like we've talked about how something about Phil Collins' voice, it's just It's unique. It's unique. It's different. It stands out. So for sure. Yeah. So there you go. I kicked it off. Phil Collins, that's my number one. uh, Well, not my number one, but the first one. I'm I'm surprised, Mike, because like, first of all, you're a drummer. And I thought, you know, Phil Collins is... I don't know if he's revered as a great drummer. He's like famous for being in Genesis and uh, I guess his own band. But yeah, the thing is, is that like Phil Collins lived through a lot of drum machine time. Right. Right. So I don't know how much of that is is him in a lot of his stuff, but a lot of it is drum machine. I know that it is, but a lot of it, too, at the same time is both. Yeah. Well, he used it as a composition tool. He didn't use it as a crutch, right? He could still play the drums, but he used the machine because of the time that was Mm. the sound of the time. So he took that and sort of did his own thing with it. So he, yeah, Yeah. he was the guy who, okay, so we were in an earlier podcast, we're talking about that gated drum sound Mm. from the 80s. And I would say his do, 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 do is probably one of the most famous gated like is is that am i correct in saying like that's like a gated drum sound totally and like so sure i mean yeah i'm surprised because i thought you would have been like yeah phil collins is shit like respect (laughs) 
But if it's if it's a guilty, well, I I still am, I still am, I still want respect for Phil Collins, but I just think it's a little bit of a guilty pleasure because, like I said, you know, I'll still listen to like, you know, I wish it would rain down on me now. Oh, like I still listen to those. One. Give me one more night. One more Give me just night. One. Oh, what a great song! <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, just the ballads are good. The I don't know. And he's got a million hits. Yeah. You know, he just he's got you can't not name a Phil Collins hit, right? Like it's just that one album. Anyways, even if the guy didn't do uh in the air tonight, I still probably would have liked yeah. it. Yeah. I, I, I kind of think that was a little bit of a safe choice though for you. <laughs> well, this is dipping <laughs> my smirk this, on your face when my you said that. <laughs> I'm that, just dipping my toe in the deep end whoa, right now. Okay. Now I, I lobbed a softball over there to somebody who's up next. Okay. <laughs> well, it was hard for me to to pick an individual. It, it took a while. Like it was even up till maybe last night. And we'd been talking about this for almost two weeks. And I'd, I'd back and forth and trying to think of an angle. And, and it was really hard for me to pick anything specific. But I managed to break it down to certain genres and, and I'll probably be bouncing back and forth between those for, for my next couple choices. But a lot of them sort of sit in, in the, the same, uh, the, the same main genre anyway, not necessarily timeline, but um, I guess the first one that I'm going to go with is anything Alanis Morissette. Oh yeah. Cause when, when she first came out, I wanted nothing to do with it and it was played on the radio every, you know, every fifth song was over and over and over and over again. And most of her, most of the lyrics bothered me because they didn't make any sense and like it was just the, the whiny kind of a vocal always bothered me. So, but, yep. you know, with within the past, I don't know, maybe four or five years, I've... I found something in it that was worthwhile to listen to, I guess. Not that I would throw on the t-shirt, but uh, <laughs> it's... Uh, Christmas is coming. That's... that's <laughs> Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Number three on my uh, Christmas list. But, uh, but yeah, it took a while. And I, I don't know if it's because I didn't get it before. <laughs> or I was on too many different things, or if 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 music or if music now is just so shite that now you look back at this old stuff that you hated before, and it's like, hey, that's not too bad compared to this new stuff, right? Isn't it ironic? Like, are you going further than Jag a Little Pill? No, this is just doing Jag a Little Pill because there was nothing okay. else in there that that I I cared to pursue. So. Fair enough. But, I can honestly yeah. say I've never listened to that album in its entirety. Like I've listened to probably 95% of those songs because yeah. I'm sure all of them were released, yeah. but I've never listened to it in its entirety. But I think now I'm going to have to give Isn't it a Isn't that ironic? Within the last five years, <laughs> don't you think? A little too <laughs> ironic. <laughs> Phil Collins, Alanis Morissette, Dane, what Just do you wait, got? Just wait, wait, wait. I want to pull, I want to like <laughs> unpack this a little bit because like... <laughs> You have sorry, Mike. I tried to get you out of it. <laughs> no, but. that's okay. That's okay. There, there'll be worse ones coming up here. I guarantee it. Yeah, there will. There will. Oh man. Uh, well, okay. So, Jake, a little pill. You have Taylor Hawkins on the on the kit. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, I and, mean, and uh, back then I didn't know, but now, since then, and you you delve into who he is and how how talented he is. 
you know, hundred percent. Now I can see the the quality in it, right? Yeah. And they the 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 tunes are catchy as fuck. Yep. Um, they really are. We've been. I mean, like every once in a while, they pop up in on one of our playlists just because like Spotify or Apple Music thinks we like it and. Me, yep. me and Kira will have a little laugh, especially because like <laughs> when Kira was younger, um, she always tells me she watched, there's like a music video where she does this weird dance and like shakes her hand. She does like a... Sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I hated about was the yeah, yeah, yeah thing. Kira always thought she had like a problem with her hand and like it was... Like <laughs> <laughs> oh man there's so much to hate about that so that's a good one but i i thought i i had to throw in that i mean like she had a killer drummer and then like he got he got poached yep he got poached well she she kind of quit too didn't she before did did he quit prior to her quitting or uh that i if the ex-drummer from nirvana was like hey dude i'd be like i'm there let's do this whatever you don't have to finish that sentence let's go yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. and I got one more. Remember when we opened up for uh Atlanta Miles? How could you forget? <laughs> at the Sidetrack Cafe and backstage yeah. she was wasted and she was so yep. pissed off that everyone thought she was Alanis Morissette and we were like <laughs> we don't think you're Alanis Morissette. <laughs> No, <laughs> but she was so drug and so like upset at the world. I'll never forget that. And she would not let us in the green room. No, she wouldn't. Because <laughs> she know. was because she was big in Germany. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. was big. You remember how big a dick those that band was? Oh the, yeah, the band. Oh, yeah. Remember they wouldn't let Awful. us like we couldn't even move on stage. So there was so much gear on there because they wouldn't let us take it off and. I don't know. I don't know how we ever got that gig. That I guy thought just it was called through me. Stu. It was through Stu. We no, were- it was that guy. It was the like. Remember that shady guy that got ended up getting canned from the sidetrack. He kind of had like a goatee. He ended up stealing a whole bunch of money from the sidetrack. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, that guy. I don't know how he got a hold of us, but he was talking to me, and he's and then he called me right out of the blue and said, do you want this gig opening up for Atlanta Miles and Sass Jordan? I'm like, yes, we do. I didn't even have to ask. Yes, okay, we'll hold on. play that. Back, back up, because that was a, that was a yeah. Valentine's yeah. night show, wasn't Valentine's it? Yeah, it was Valentine's. Okay, that, that gig was set up by Stu, from what I remember. From what we I remember, yeah. You didn't have to ask him now. Yeah, we, we were in the studio, and we were running out of money, and we were doing some recording, and Stu got a phone call. To to you know to get rotting fruit playing that night, and Holy it shit, was it fruit. was Valentine's yeah it was Valentine's night so he wasn't able to do it so he offered it to us and we said hell yes because whatever and then yeah that's what I remember I'm going, and and we, might be we right. all I'm missed, going back in my memory yeah I can't remember now that's <laughs> I do I do now. remember that now that's kind of ringing a bell that's one of the few things I remember about those those years I do remember <laughs> running out of money and Stu was just like a little bit fed up. And yep. um, he was like, all right, I just called this guy and you can open up for Alana Miles. And we were like, Alana Miles? Let's do this. <laughs> well, it was Alana Miles and uh, what's her name? Sass Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. I remember I, yeah. I called her Miss Jordan and she was so yeah. smitten by that. Miss <laughs> Jordan, how are you tonight? Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> Make you a believer. <laughs> I forgot about that. Sass Jordan. Yeah. We never stuck around for that. I never stuck around for the, either of them. Well, no, we didn't I stay long. In, oh, no. no. Yeah, no, I wasn't. I didn't see I'm it. sure like everyone in that building wanted us the fuck out of there. Yeah, we oh, did yeah. not fit at all. No. <laughs> it was like $45 cover charge right. or something that night, too. It Everyone was, like, was there with their dates, and we were just like, all right, this next one is called uh, Corrosion. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and there's Dane jumping up and down on his base cab. And yeah. You you were rocking yeah. out on top of the base cab. I don't remember there was that. No other room, there was no other room on the stage, so you had to climb up, basically. Really? Yeah. Wow. We did, we're going to we, have to ask Stu now. We did put on a show. so Good. I'm sure. For, for what it was, for what it was worth. So, <laughs> One of the few shows that weren't video recorded, too, yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, but. That's okay. We, still we in got, our memory. We got a lot. So. Yep. Yeah, we did. Okay, Dane. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um,. Okay, I'm going to start with one which is super strange, and I have no idea how I started listening to them. Again, I think it was Spotify was like, you like this, and I was like, this is fucking hilarious. Maybe I'll give it a <laughs> shot, and then I wound up... You know me too well, Spotify. <laughs> right? Yeah, and then I wound up listening to this song over and over again, and the other night I was just chilling with Otto my little guy and I just wanted to watch some like metal. And so I put on um typo negative. Do you guys remember? Totally love typo negative. Okay, uh, back in the day I fucking hated this band. I hated everything about them. I hated the Why? I hated the neon Probably the vocals. The neon green shtick. I hated the fact that he thought he was Dracula. I hated the fact that <laughs> there was so much like phaser on that guitar you couldn't even like hear what they were playing i hated the fact they had a keyboard and it was like i thought it was so cheesy it was the goth genre kind of oh, deal you had man. to have those things and it was like during like the the, the grunge thing right so i was just like these guys mm -hmm. are posers but for some reason i started listening to typo negative i like it I, it's they got a it, lot of cool tracks, man. Yeah, and I, then I started like you know reading into Peter Steele and who this dude was, and he was like a tortured. He was just like a. First of all, he was a giant, and he played the bass. And the bass, I, like I've been kind of going uh, or or using these bands that are like bass centric, as far as like mm -hmm. examples talking about different bands and. They really are. When you listen to their music, he's fucking hitting chords on his bass. And right. uh, it's good. It's really good. I really like it. He they're he's a solid like songwriter and like it's got this really kind of creepy kind of like image to it. Like he probably was Dracula. <laughs> like very I, dark black and white. Yeah. yeah. And uh I, I I should have brought like they have a song called Hallow's Eve and I should have brought that yeah. up on the previous podcast, the Halloween songs. But there you go. I mean, I hated them. I was embarrassed for them. 
I remember seeing them on Much Music. I was like, these guys are fucking idiots, but <laughs> they're good. And I, I've been listening yeah. to them. Like, Mike, I told you, like, all week, I've just been listening to Typo negative, like, at work. He didn't tell me what the bad yeah, was. He it. just told me he was listening to one. No, he kept it under wraps, but I'm like, you know. That's a good one. Like, I'm listening to one all week. And he had, like, instead of a guitar strap, it was like a chain. It was just like. Yep. It was so bad, but <laughs> now I respect him. I respect He played the character. Definitely. Yeah. I got to go back now because I cannot remember the last time I even listened to Typo Negative. Oh. It's it, it's just the, you, you go with the whole vampire thing, and most of the time it sounds like he has fake Dracula teeth in. Yeah. Like it's it's very kind of throaty, and it, it's, it's hard to, like it's almost like he's, slobbering over his words because he's got these things jammed over his teeth yeah it's weird yeah but um apparently he was really um like a, he was a shy dude um and he had like horrible stage fright and he had to like drink copious amounts of red wine on stage to to like hmm. you know be able to perform and stuff like that but yeah another guy who was just like kind of tormented a little bit and passed away like really young but anyway that's that's my guilty pleasure typo negative that's a that's a good pick (laughs) (laughs) nice uh back to me i'm going with um toto toto (laughs) (laughs) now let me get let me just set the stage here though like I liked Africa a long, long time ago before Weezer did it, before it all blew Weezer up did and Africa? everything else. Yeah, yeah they did a cover they of it. Did a, no way. They were they, a whole bunch of people like pressured them into basically doing it. All their fans basically said, you got to do it. And I mean, it basically sounds exactly like, you know, I shouldn't say that because I don't want to, you know, badmouth Toto because their version is better. But um, it's pretty close to the same. But uh i liked africa but like i love i don't know what it is about toto but they have like that polished sound to the point where it's almost overproduced and somehow it works with the band like they're just a whole bunch of guys put together of like studio musicians that were studio musicians so they know how to play and they put them together in this band and it's so like i love rosanna like I love oh, that song. Great I don't know song. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's like, another one so of those bands that. that that's another one of those bands that uh you know the name, but it's hard to place the songs for me anyway. Yeah. So when you when you say a certain song, you forget that it was them that did it. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. It's just so technical and like so precise, I guess. Like and sometimes, you know, with different bands you hear that and it sounds like garbage because it's overproduced and you can hear it, right? But Something like that almost feels like it should be overproduced because they are the epitome of overproduced. So, um, yeah, Toto, Toto is is on my list. I, I love throwing on that nineteen eighty two album with the sword and the snake on it. <laughs> oh, <yeah. That's, laughs> great man, yeah. So uh, there you go. Toto's on. They can list. shred like. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, I was into them for a little while too, and like the two, those two songs, Africa and Roseanne, like very, like eighties kind of synth, 
But then they've got other songs where they are like shredding on the guitar and it's almost like kind of like Queen a little bit. They got that. Yeah. They definitely have Mm -hmm. like some range to them, which is interesting because I'll I'll never forget and I don't know what music shop it was. It was either Lilo's or maybe it was Axe and they had a giant poster of Toto. Wow. I think that was Axe. Oh, was it Axe? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. And I remember the drummer had a gong behind him. Yeah. I remember like that poster was up there and, and every time I walked in, I was like, Total must be good. I should check them out at some point. But I, I never like really <laughs> did. But I'll never forget that fucking poster. That's funny, yeah. hey, how you made that connection. Yeah. No, I don't know. It's just, uh, and you even when you look at Rosanna as a song, like there is so many different parts of that song that really don't, separately they're they're a separate song on their own but you know if you listen to that song again there is like a honky-tonk piano ending there is a ridiculous <laughs> keyboard solo in yeah. the middle um there's just and it's just it's very locked into place you know what i mean like it's Super very structured yeah yes yes totally and i don't know maybe i like that a little bit you know rather than i guess a lot of the bands probably that i listened to even in the grunge era there were lots of you know it was open free form right? yeah yeah so uh there you go toto's up on the board okay well my my next choice i don't know if i it's weird i don't know if i want to pick individual songs for this or if i just want to lump it into a uh a genre no but, go songs too man because i got songs just by themselves too okay well I want to go back to early 80s again, a lot of 80s pop. Um, Cindy Lauper. Okay. I want to go back to Cindy Lauper. Uh, and I don't know if it's if it's just because from my childhood there was a spark in there that, you know, you go back and it's a, a fun feeling or what, but uh, like just the, the main hits, like uh, girls just want to have fun. Whenever that comes, I'll never put it on, but whenever it comes on the radio or comes on like a Spotify shuffle, I, I dig it. <laughs> I remember it used to be on pop-up video all the time. If yep. you guys ever watch pop-up video. Yep. And, and the video was yeah. great. It had, uh, what's his name yeah. from WWF? Uh, yeah. The manager guy, Big Lou something. The guy that held the elastics in his beard. and The earring in his yep. cheek. That was the fucking weirdest thing to this day I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thought about that. Yeah, that's uh, a catchy, great song, and the video is 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 uh, very memorable. So, I was at a New York Jets game one time, and uh, <laughs> I had already uh, tailgated in the parking lot, and already had like I don't know quite a few beers by that point. And got into the stadium, and they're like singing tonight's national anthem is Cindy Lauper. Yeah. And I was like, oh, "All right, all right, here we go." Yeah, is it good? <laughs> so uh, I don't remember, remember actually, but you know the fact that I can say that I saw Cindy Lauper, even though I don't remember it, is uh, still counts. You know, that's good. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> sure it does. Have you listened to her full album though? Like the <laughs> "She's So Unusual" album? I have. Like, yeah, really? I listened to. Yeah, okay. I've listened to two of her albums, and it's it's not all great, but the songs that are that pop, I, I'm I'm entertained. So, 
There we go. We got a crossover right there. Phil Collins covered True Colors, Cindy Lauper. So there Whoa. you go. <laughs> it's like Full we circle. planned it. <laughs> totally, man. <laughs> totally. We should have had a disclaimer before this episode started. Yeah. We this. We was, should probably have a disclaimer before every episode. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> I've never met these people before in my life. We have never. <laughs> yeah. Don't know what you're talking about. I don't about. know. I don't know. That's good. That's a good one. All right. Dan, you're up. I'm going to another beer. I can still hear you, though. Okay. Okay. Um, so next up, Def Leppard, man. Def Leppard. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no. Def Leppard. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, what, 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 has, what has nine arms and sucks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, That's a man. Good one. Yeah. Not Def Leppard. Not Def Leppard. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> He's over. <laughs> Sorry, no judging. No judging. <laughs> That's one of the. I mean, like, there's so many reasons to like, not like, but love Def Leppard. First of all, <laughs> That's, I'm listening. That's huge. Go, please. <laughs> I'm listening. Okay, no. First of all, my dad <laughs> had. Um, pyromania in his car this is like one of my first memories and um the cover is this building and there's like an ex like a fire like exploding out the side of it yep and uh at the, at the beginning of like so he had the tape and like we'd, put, we'd play it and, and i remember one day there was like a fire somewhere and me and my dad went to go see it just like a something was on fire and we went to go check it out and I remember just like looking at Def Leppard, Pyromania, and like watching this whatever on fire. And I, I, it was just like the coolest thing I've ever experienced. And then like I grew up and I hated Def Leppard. I remember they they used to play like the Labatt's fucking cabin party or whatever. Yeah. I've got family that lives in Invermere and that's the town that's... Um, that they hosted it. Yeah, just outside of Panorama. And, and so it's like this little ski uh like it's a it's a mountain whatever it's panorama mountain and they went there and they played like the labats cabin party and apparently people were like throwing like beer bottles at them. wow <laughs> and i was like sounds about right def leopard sucks <laughs> <laughs> well that was definitely the wrong time for them anyway that was yeah the wrong time for them but i mean put on pyromania put it like crank it and you can't tell me that it's not fucking awesome it's awesome like especially when you're driving like drive yeah find a place where you're gonna say i was gonna say especially when you're drunk (laughs) (laughs) and driving and driving it's it's either or boys it's either or i'm sure i'm sure drinking would most definitely help but uh just (laughs) find a place where you can just like drive fast (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and definitely wear sunglasses like in in your in your 80s uh corvette just, your ferrari your your red just pretend you're whatever 80s character and just like embrace it it's like def leopard is 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 great shit man and well i mean i'm talking about pyromania and hysteria i don't yeah. I, I'm, I'm like looking at their wikipedia page right now and there's like five other albums that they've got one album called yeah and i'm sure it's like <laughs> yeah piece of it's shit. probably yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> even we're bored with this <laughs> the one after yaz called songs from the sparkle lounge like okay guys and then 2015 they have an album called Def leopard and i bet you that's when they like got back to the roots but yeah <laughs> ran out of ideas yeah i'm telling you pyromania like that album kicks ass and if you can find some like fluorescent whatever to wear and some big ass fucking oakley's just yep. put it on and like <laughs> that's my guilty pleasure for sure so what switched you from hating death lover to love and death i lover? think i got old mike <laughs> <laughs> i just realized i realized right. i'm not cool anymore man it doesn't matter i don't mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what like i listen what you to like. don't fight it don't fight it no yeah. Okay. I can listen to the, like La La Land soundtrack and, and be completely fine with myself. Sitting in your dad's sweater and your yeah your your uh, gator or what are those Crocs and your oh <laughs> Crocs yeah or your your dad your dad New Balance shoes and your your dad's sweater and and I don't give a fuck exactly. Put on Def Lep and <laughs> it's on, man. I feel like a million bucks. Yeah, yeah. I guess my problem with Def Leppard is that every song sounds the same. What? No. When was the last time you listened to Def Leppard? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? A while. A while. I'll be honest. It's been a while because I don't like it. But like I said, I'm going to give these a shot. I'm going to I'm gonna go typo negative. I'm going to go Alanis. I'm going to go... Um, gonna go deaf left now you know what i'm just like looking at all of our like so far you just ran down that list and i think every single one of those you could listen to like if someone were to play the song within two seconds you would know who it was like definitely each one of these picks they have such a distinct sound to them and maybe maybe that's why every deaf leopard song sounds the same because it's you can't mistake a deaf a deaf leopard song for anything else right it just like did the drummer did the drummer have his arm for this album? For Pyromania? I think he did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe that's when it starts going downhill. As soon as the arm leaves. Yeah. I'm not interested anymore. No, man. <laughs> <laughs> you actually I think I like fuck, I don't know. Uh, but I mean, he he pulled it off. Like Oh, I hey, don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna knock him. He's no, got he's way still, more money than I do. He's got way more hits than I do. He's got yeah, g- good on him. He did a great job with you know the hand that he was dealt. Don't get me wrong. I just <laughs> can't can't help it. It's just out there. It's low hanging fruit. I gotta take it sometimes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he kept. He, I mean, like shit. That's like how can you not like a fucking '80s rock drummer who just after rolling his vet drinking and driving just <laughs> normally like you put the sticks down after you lose an arm but no <laughs> especially when you're like in the height of your popularity right? too right like it's not like he did this in 2015 and they were like yeah okay we'll just get somebody else thanks yeah but now you know they were hot when they, when it happened so yes. i can't even imagine what the band must have been like when he they were probably like you're fired call, jimmy right? and he's like no way man i can get another pedal we'll make <laughs> this work doing this <laughs> i can do this <laughs> i can do this they got technology they got technology now i can do it yeah we can make this work but even technology in the 80s to do it too right like yeah. now you'd be like yeah okay but in the 80s yeah. that's you know Th- thank god for drum machines heck yeah yeah <laughs> phil collins <laughs> yep uh, back to me. Yeah, yeah. Back to you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to hit you guys with a 90s, another 90s uh, pop 
We're going to go right in that same time, Mike, as the last more set. Okay. I'm going to go 90, 90s pop on you. I'm going to go late 90s pop. Gross. <laughs> the best. <laughs> yeah, the I know. Best. I know. <laughs> I know. And I'm going to hit you with uh, Sugar Ray. Sugar oh, Ray. Man. There's so much to hate about that band. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. I'm all right with those tunes. I'm okay with, you know, the... I'm I'm okay Every with the sugar morning. ray too. Yep. Are you okay? okay. I am, okay. and Thank I you. and and I think the only reason why I am is not so much for the radio stuff, but they ha- they had another album that was that was much more on the heavy side. Yes. And and yes. they also had this big um, drink and party inside to them too. So you know oh. they they did yeah. have they did have a side cool factor <laughs> Mark at McGrath, the time right? and then is that his name yeah that's the yeah, guy yeah, yeah that's the guy so so at the same time <laughs> they they had this this one side of them that was party and heavy and kind of cool and then they got a couple poppy hits and then just rolled with it so yeah I don't know. I'm all right with it. I was okay with the videos. I liked that whole kind of scene in the late 90s of that junky pop music i don't know what it was but there was lots of it right yeah um but yeah i don't know i when i think of those songs and uh even the hits i'm okay with the hits yeah uh, I'll, I'll i won't change them when they come on like now now did you like them at the time or is this not, or not really recent, not really yeah. you didn't know it's not like i've gone back to it and being like yeah let's listen to sugar ray it kind of comes <laughs> on every once in a while you know but it's not a Saturday night pick, yeah. you know, to throw on. And I don't have it on vinyl, too, or anything like that, right? Like, right. Um, the old, yeah, no, I, I don't know what it is. But this is, again, this is why it's guilty pleasure, right? This yeah. is, you're not quite sure why you like it, but something about it you're okay with, right? Maybe I find a lot of this, too, so far that we're talking about, we say that we hated it at the beginning, but then we liked it later. Right. So, you know. Okay, what is that? It's a little bit of a theme. What? what I don't know. I don't know why that is. You know, like, I think that it's probably because you don't want to be, you don't want to admit it at the time that maybe you did like it deep down. But then when later when you search your feelings and realize that you don't really care what anybody thinks about you anymore at age 40, you're like, eh. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I like it. I don't care who says. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'll go on a podcast and talk about how I like sugar. Eh? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm wearing Crocs and listening to Pyromania. Yep. <laughs> Don't even care. Uh, well it? said. Okay. <laughs> yep. I'll tell you, though, this would be the shittiest uh, <laughs> festival of all these bands got together and played this. <laughs> it's like the Labatt Cabin party. Yeah. <laughs> 2020 all right oh, we'd be the old bearded dudes in the front row still enjoying it just loving it how come you guys don't like this damn kids yeah speaking of the cabin party though before i go on to mike's pick there uh, have you been to panorama lately no, Dane? not in a very it is huge is it huge oh the last time i was there like a long time ago it was tiny like you said oh right? yeah like, i remember when not it was much nothing, there yeah. oh and now there's just cabins upon cabins and like it's all kind of just blown up into this like big kind of Whistler village almost. It's insane. Oh, man, that's the thing. I mean, like people are, yep. you know, cashing out in, in 
let's just be real here, Vancouver. And yeah, they've got a couple yeah. mil to spend wherever they want. And yeah, I don't know. I haven't been there in a while. Like I said, I've got family there. Um, I used to go there as a kid and it was just like a little tiny mountain uh, town in Vermeer yeah. and then like about a 20 minute drive up to Panorama. And uh, yeah. Uh, 20 minutes on no gas. You remember oh, that trip? Shit, yeah. On our way to uh, <laughs> George Washington and we were yeah, on E. Yeah. This is like what you do in your 20s, right? Like let's drive a, a van up a mountain road on E <laughs> And if we make it, then we can just put it in neutral and drive down and get gas tomorrow morning. <laughs> and that's exactly what we did. That's exactly what we did. But it was on E going up top there. And because and we only didn't fill up because there wasn't anything. We drove all the way from Edmonton to Panorama. <laughs> and Invermere was closed. And we're like, let's just see if we can make it up the hill. And we did. And we stayed the night. And it was just like fumes coasting in there. Through to neutral all the way down, coasted down. It was a yeah, dream. Fucking that's how you like, do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll never forget that. That was a good time. Good time. <laughs> oh, speaking of that trip, and I still tell this story to this day. Probably one of the scariest <laughs> moments of my entire life was come no question. Coming back. <laughs> from fucking the funny thing is just before you tell this story dane is that there's two parts to this story there's oh yeah my side of it and then there's dane's side of it okay <laughs> so we are who's gonna fact check the, the the two? Oh, it's real it's real but what he experienced is different from what i experienced oh, yeah. so we're uh, so I'm, I'm just gonna rewind it back like we are coasting down <laughs> <laughs> the mountain road and we finally get some gas and then we head on south to Washington state. And I think we like pull into Spokane and we see like this bikini car wash and we're like, yep, uh, we're going to pull over here. And we <laughs> ask these girls if they have any weed and sure enough, like we get a whole bunch of weed from them. We're like, this is great. So we wind up going to like the Dave Matthews, uh concert in the gorge it was like super fun i remember we like made ganja butter for some reason i think because they they had like security walking around like smelling for weed so we were just like we made ganja butter we wound up having we had a whole bunch after the show and this was like a camp over type of thing so we spent a couple days and then we're all like haggard and we're driving back and we just like forget that we have to cross the fucking Canada American border. Oh no, man, we we remembered. We remembered. We just we had a plan. Oh yeah, put it. We had a plan. You you didn't know what the plan was because you were asleep. No, I was totally awake. <laughs> the plan was put the weed in a fucking hamburger and then rewrap it and then put the hamburger back in the bag and like no one will know. That's right. <laughs> and like they're not going to fucking check anyway and we're like stoner logic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's genius. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we fucking brilliant. We go to the border crossing. We get the fucking wave. Like the guys like waving us over and I'm like to the side. Fuck. And <laughs> they start pulling the van apart and I'm like we're fucked. And Mike takes the brown bag out of the van <laughs> couldn't look more guilty and walks over. They have a garbage can at the fucking like 
border patrol <laughs> checkpoint for some reason and just like drops like nonchalant drops this brown bag into the garbage can and walks back to the van and i'm like there is no way they didn't see that and they didn't and then we put everything back in the van and we kept on driving and we made it it was like you can thank me now holy fuck and it wasn't like a small amount of weed it was like a lot of weed <laughs> here man here yep. man eat this oh yeah hey, man, eat this too <laughs> hey man i got some pills you eat these too yeah <laughs> oh well i mean it wasn't too surprising that they gave us a wave i mean we pulled in with the uh voyager se 1990 voyager se <laughs> which was um you know dane was sleeping in the back uh kevin and i had no shirts on um hadn't shaved in like you know a few days uh you know we, we had beer and camel cigarettes in the back and uh, the camel cigarettes we got for free actually by at the show uh bless the united states and uh yeah and then dane's exactly right and then they said come on over and we want to search the vehicle so kevin and i just had like a conversation on the way to that drive and we're like are we getting rid of the weed yeah we're getting rid of the weed just just dump it in the garbage can just dump it there but i didn't think that you knew i thought this oh. entire time Dane, that you didn't know that i dropped it in there and you were in the van and i thought you thought that it was still the weed was still in there and you were shitting your pants because you thought there is no 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 out. i remember standing outside of the van because they were like you stand here and you don't go anywhere and they're like literally ripping the van apart and i see you walk <laughs> in front of my vision i'm like why are they not telling mike to stand right here and then you just like drop a, a fucking bag of whatever into the garbage wendy's yeah, it was wendy's like wendy's <laughs> and i'm like what yeah. is he doing <laughs> and then you just walk back and then like it, it it was just like the craziest thing. And it was over. It was like, it was yeah. all over. They didn't care. They didn't care. So, no. And then I thought I was, I was freaked out for like weeks after that. Are they going to find me? Are they going to come and find us? Are they going to like check the video and then come and find our license plate? Like, SWAT I was freaking out for a while. Oh, yeah. Oh, and like uh, the yeah. thing is, like, I, yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like it's a good story it's a good no, story it's a it's definitely a good story but holy fuck man i still tell that story oh we were idiots that's an idiotic move i would absolutely never do that again ever in my life like and that's probably because i'm old but there's no way that i would even try that now not even close yeah no anyway you know what's funny though on the way down we did have a little bit of weed before we even got to the border remember and i made you throw out the altoid case because i didn't even want like the smell of the Altoid case to like set them off. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And, and then pulling that on the way back. Oh, yeah. I just, I didn't care after that. I don't know what it was. I'm We're almost in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> it was Kev's fault, too. <laughs> blame Kev. him, too. Oh, it was stupid. Yeah. All of our faults. And like, this is yeah. like the early 2000s when weed was basically meth. And like, yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right. Kids, yeah. kid, kids nowadays will never know. The, the uh, struggle, shady man. business you had to do to get weed. The struggle. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> what do, don't what do put you mean? this on. What do you mean you can't don't just put buy this on my store? Gonna, yeah, exactly. Legally, government just yeah. in weed. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean we can't just go to the the Seven Eleven buy weed? Yeah. <laughs> no. We have to fucking no hide it in hamburgers. hamburgers. But 
The wild, wild west. Yeah. Yeah. Shady business. Should have just ate that whole burger right then and there. You should have, man. Matched it all in my face right there. Why it waste all. it? Why waste it? Yeah. I remembered it was just like a fucking one of those shows, like Border Border Patrol. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, we are <laughs> fucked. We are so fucked. And then I see you walk anyway. <laughs> Told the story three times already, yeah. but it was like the craziest thing I've no, it's a, ever it's a seen in my experience. life. <laughs> and there was like a yeah. whole team of guys like ripping the van apart. Like, I'm sure there was dogs close by. No one, no one even clued in. Like, oh, this kid's just throwing a fucking bag of something in the garbage <laughs> and walk give me the oscar of the year right there that's i sold it man i don't know what it and is why did they have a garbage can there i don't know i was like i for my for my wendy's <laughs> smooth criminal yeah no doubt yeah. no doubt heck yeah anyways anyway, where were we mike you're up <laughs> okay uh <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, a bit of an offshoot from your Sugar Ray, and I'm gonna mm. go with probably the if not one of the most hated bands in metal at the time. I'm gonna go with Limp Biscuit. Gonna durst you, motherfucker. I'm gonna durst you right there. Now that this is one of those bands that I've always liked, even from the start. So I, I I'm it's it's a guilty pleasure due to. Um, shame and shunning of others i guess <laughs> wait a second you like the band but you shunned others for liking it is that what no you're saying? others oh. others shunned me oh, into okay. Okay. yeah that's that was kind of the thing yeah i shunned others <laughs> this is awesome but you you can't suck. like them you can't like them they're mine <laughs> no it's uh <laughs> it was just one of those bands that everyone in metal like proper metal always hated the whole rap rock thing and they were top of the top of the target list there because you know they stood out with fred durst and his over the top uh unique whatever sound that was and his red cap and the they were they were just a very e they were an easy target and from the start i always liked them and uh it it comes down well, with the the sugar ray link is they toured a lot together and there's one of their their songs that always stood out where uh, fred's talking about uh, one of the one of the lines is sugar ray taught me all about drinking <laughs> kind of thing there you go yeah. sugar, sugar you ray go. Taught, See, it's all connected sugar ray taught me life was all about drinking was the line so <laughs> that that one always stuck so that was that was my other uh that that's my next i'm right there choice here. i'm right there with you man like i yeah. i liked them from the beginning i always thought west borland was an interesting cat and did you ever get into Brilliant. uh black light burns i did man their uh their first album was so good it was it was pretty good i liked it yeah yeah and he's he's super artistic, and I like how he how he writes his songs not in a in a standard uh, a standard form, but it's it's almost he he's a he's an artist like a, a painter and sketcher as well, and and I see in his writing how he he sketches his writing kind of thing you know he'll 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 put some bits and pieces here and take some bits and pieces out there, but he approaches the guitar at a different a different angle than anyone else, like a different groove, a different, he's got some interesting uh, rhythmic tapping things that no one ever did or playing his guitar like a slap bass or that kind of a thing. Yeah. And I always dug that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of always felt though, to be honest, that Wes Berlin was too good for that band. Oh, for sure. But like it, 
you know what I mean? Like, but you look know. at you look just, at John Otto as a drummer. Yeah, he was a fantastic drummer. He stills good. You know, there's there's yeah. not anything that he did that you could say he was a slouch on drums. Right? Whatever happened to DJ Lethal? Drums, man. Cat? No, he's yeah, probably yeah. No, no he's, for, he's, for real. He's still, a, he's still around doing stuff though, because he he did uh, he went didn't he go back to a band? Uh, he reformed with the guys from House of Pain in a rap group called La Coca Nostra in oh, the really? early early two thousands. Yeah, if you get a chance to check their their stuff out, man, it's really good. It's uh, hmm. yeah, it's uh, it's solid. So. But I know for I'm with you on the on the limb biscuit though too. I was I was I, I like yeah. it too. I remember yeah. uh, I, I was so sick on Woodstock '99. Yep. And I think my dad felt bad for me, so he got me the entire pay per view weekend. Oh uh, yes, Woodstock '99, and yeah. I just laid on the couch all weekend, man, and taped <laughs> and watched all of Woodstock '99. And I remember Limp Bizkit's performance. Yeah. Um, I'll never forget it. Like, there's the so many of those performances. And- yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, these guys are still kind of cool, man. I don't know what it is, yeah. but yeah. Uh, uh, a good friend of mine um, that was also living in in Eindhoven uh, at the time when I was there, we would go see bands like Sepultura came to town and we saw them, mm-hmm. and there was like one dude left from the original band, and we saw Fu Manchu, and that was like fun, but they were old and like he was like legit complaining about his knee during the show and so (laughs) (laughs) we we would always like just go to these random like the melvins came and that was great too but we would like you know we would go and see some of these these old bands that would like come to europe and just see what they could what they could do with like a european crowd and i remember limpisca came to town and i was like jose we gotta we gotta go and he was like no man (laughs) that's where i that's where i draw the line and i was like are you fucking kidding me this is gonna be so much fun no and be a great and show he just like hate him. would not go he just like drew the line at limp biscuits some people hate him i think you can put you can classify them with like nickelback like you take a look that for the time definitely yeah you take a look at how many fucking albums limp biscuits sold i think it's like 50 million like something they were it, top of the world yeah, yeah huge but no one will admit that they like them or still like them same with nickelback yeah. it's you know you can go anywhere in the world any bar in the world and you'll hear nickelback it's crazy yeah. but no one will admit that they like them well it's it, it's different too because you look at nickelback and people that aren't musicians love them people that are musicians hate them really and i think really? that's the biggest divide yeah for the most part, and it's it's probably the same thing with Limp Biscuit, where you 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 think the 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 true metal fans that dedicate their lives to it for for twenty years prior to it, and then Limp Biscuit comes out and it's called quote unquote metal for the time. Of course, you're going to hate everything about it because it's not, you know, it's not what you're used to. Yeah, like it's too different. And then then they take it to the top of the stratosphere where. You know they're the biggest band in new metal at the time, and then that just dates you know, them, unfortunately. Exactly. And then it was like, but 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 even their newer stuff. I mean, you look. Uh, I don't know when it. What is when did Golden Cobra come out? Even that was a. It was a. It wasn't a great album, but it was a fun offering. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I I mean I don't know. 
how what are your thoughts on Nickelback, Dane? Do you do you I I honestly to be perfectly honest, I cannot <laughs> name you any songs past like how you remind me and uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if I can name you another song. Legitimately, like I'm being serious. I don't know if I know another one. I remember one about like domestic violence and like fighting in the bed yeah. in the living room and stuff like that, but I don't remember. I don't know if I can name you another one. Um yeah, funny enough, what happened? I think there was a meme that me and Kira saw online and it was just like so there's that that song like look at this photograph. Oh yeah. And, oh that okay, that and one. Yeah, someone had one, like yeah. we were just like I don't know where we saw this meme but it was like someone had edited edited the video so it was like him holding a graph and it was like <laughs> Look at this graph. <laughs> <laughs> we thought it was super funny, and and so we're like, I wonder. Do you remember that video? Like, I think Wayne Gretzky's in that video. Let's go check it out. And and we did. <laughs> and then I don't it, remember that. No, no, no. I think it's I want to be a rock star. Anyway, we got into like a a, a Nickelback like black hole, and we we're just like, check out this video. This video was fucking ridiculous. But it was like two hours later. We were just like cooking dinner and and drinking some beers and and listening to Nickelback and like if it's in the background, it's fine. Like if you don't know you're listening to Nickelback again, like you could be in any bar in the world and it's playing because it just sort of blends in. It could be any fucking. It's it's easy to ignore. Yeah, it's 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 the rock formula that's easy to ignore. Yeah, and it's catchy as fuck. Every song is just like yeah, catchy as. Fuck fuck and the, until you clue in you're like oh that's nickelback and then and then yeah. everyone's brow starts to like yeah uh, i went to that nickelback show you uh oh yeah 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 we went with danko with danko jones yeah danko okay. jones live, wasn't up. It? yeah and then and danko jones was smacking himself in the face with a microphone oh, wow. and Nobody was there. Nobody was in the in the in Rexall yet, right? Like it was just like Nicole and I just sitting there loving it. And I remember these people <laughs> behind me were like, uh, they had the Nickelback shirts on. They're like, "Who the fuck are these guys?" Like, fuck <laughs> <me."> <laughs> like do the half turn. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, but I mean, such a strange bill, right? Like live Dango Jones and Nickelback. Like, what is that? But anyways. We saw both those bands, and then we were like, "I don't think we can." I think actually, I, we we had an agreement before that we were not going to be sticking around for that. So I don't know what it was. Like I just, I walked out of that. I walked out of Foo Fighters. Like I don't know. It the happens, same, the same people that like Nickelback are the same people that like uh, Garth Brooks. It's the same kind of fans, <laughs> dude. I don't know where <laughs> you're getting that correlation fart from. Non, fart not farting on balls. <laughs> but wait, wait before we head off into the weeds here. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you were at that Headstone show where Nickelback opened up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and we're they were like it, yeah. basically unknown because this was at Nate. Where was this? Yeah, like Oakfest. Oakfest. Yeah, they were all right. It was until like it was when they that first hit. Yeah, that first album, that, like whatever I, that song was, and you heard it every single day, a hundred times a day. Then you're like, these fucking guys are stupid. But before that. <laughs> Like I remember yeah. we were like, who are these guys? Like they seem to be like not bad. Well, I mean, the headstones got him to open up, yeah. right? Like that how uh, obviously Hugh Dillon liked them, so he, you know, I don't know, but 
yeah, I don't know. I couldn't do it. You know, and like I said before, even during that Jad Jackson show, when you leave a show early, there's nothing like it. It's fantastic, right? Like you have no, for for a guy that doesn't <laughs> like crowds that much, I love leaving a concert early because nobody's... Parking issues, no. Yeah, Traffic, like yeah. I, I don't have to deal with anybody, right? So it's awesome. But honestly, that's the only like Nickelback, Foo Fighters, and Janet Jackson. That's the only times I've ever walked out of Wait, a show. What, like, what was wrong with the Foo Fighters? I don't know. I didn't want to see him, man. And I saw Royal Blood open up for them at Rexall. And I was like, we went just for Royal Blood. And then we were like, okay. And I was with Nicole and my other guy that I used to go with all these concerts with. Uh, I used to work with Colin. Colin. Yeah. 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 Episode one. And episode one. Yeah. So we were like, ah, I don't know. Like, do you want to stay? And he's like, no. And that was the one where we broke his leg. And Nicole's like, I can't stay here. Like, he should have canceled the show. Like, that still bothers you know. me, dude. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm cool. I'm like, are you cool? Yeah, let's go. And then. That was Even it. with a broken leg, he was still able to rock out the entire tour instead of it being a quitter and saying, oh, I've got a, I've got a runny nose. I got to cancel the tour. He gets out see, there with his I broken leg and he Grohl. rocks it. I want to see him running around the stage and like having a gay old time, except he's sitting on a throne and playing tunes. I don't know. He's still and, an entertaining sorry, character is the thing, man. He's still like going back to our previous podcast with STP. He has that charisma and that entertainment value that even if he's still sitting in a throne, he's still able to rock a giant stadium. Yeah, yeah. He, listen, he can't sing worth a fucking dime, right? Like think- I don't know. I've never seen him live. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I have. I saw him at Edgefest, and all he did was burp into the mic pretty much the entire <laughs> really? time. Yeah, that was that was the whole thing. And then I was like, I don't know. Foo Fighters is. But to be perfectly honest, I mean, I'm not a huge. Yeah. I've never been a huge Foo Fighters fan. Like yeah. nothing against them. Nothing against anybody likes them. I just. I've never I really. I found a video it. online, and, and it's them in a just like a jam space, and they just run through one of the albums. It's. Yep. fucking good like they're just one of those yeah, bands it, where it's like maybe yeah. you just have to be in the mood for them but yeah i mean yeah well even that dave Grohl thing right like that whole like i'm gonna play every song or every instrument on this song yep. right and it's like a whatever 14 minute song that was um, awesome so cool so cool right like i'm not i'm not knocking dave Grohl, right like mm-hmm. cool cat you know obviously got a great pass but I don't know. Just the Foo Fighters songs are a little bit too cookie cutter, I guess, for they me. Are, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. just doesn't do much for yeah. me. But yeah, I'm definitely me. more of a Grohl fan than a Foo Fighters fan. Uh, their first yeah. album, I thought yeah. was, I, and still think, good is, is amazing. But you mean yeah, his first album? His first album, yes. Yeah, uh, was, was, was it still holds very strong for me, even if the lyrics don't make any sense and they're just kind of gibberish. <laughs> It's still it's still coffee fueled brutality for every song. Yeah, it's still fun. Yeah, I'll give you that. I like that first album for sure. But yeah. like Color in the Shape, it was kind of like yeah, eh. like yeah. I like I Monkey like Wrench. That album. But Monkey Wrench is fun. Here comes it's my a fun song. hero. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, oh, that's an automatic switch for me. I don't really. Like that song. Oh, oh man, that's a great that's song. Yeah, that's a that's a auto auto switch. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't listen to the hits, Mike. Right, I don't like them. I don't like know what ever. it is. I, if it's yeah, on the radio, like you just skip, like you just can't do it. 
No, I don't listen to the radio though either, right? Like I'll, I've just dated myself know. big fucking time. Like, what do you mean you don't listen <laughs> to the radio? What's on no. the radio? And I'm not trying to be a hipster, or be like an outsider, but like I don't know. Even when it's in concert, I'm like, oh god, like this, you, this from this was twisted, uh, twisted mustache and vinyl stash guy, vinyl record. Yeah, guy. yeah, no, I no don't want to be. I don't want to be a hipster, but. <laughs> <laughs> about this this particular topic I mean. <laughs> don't make me bring out my shotgun my it, it's a shoddy it's not a lapua you couldn't hit me from here uh, true true <laughs> true Whoa. i don't know what it is i don't i'm not a huge hits guy but yeah it's all good it's all good it's all good where are we at who's up who's up now what's uh, dane's up wait can i refresh my dane's drink up. because i know i'm gonna take some yes. heat for this yes all right yeah, go for it. Are we pausing or are we? What Let's do you want to do? Let's just keep going. We'll we'll just. Oh, I'll be back. We'll, we'll just carry on. Okay, hold on. Okay, well, I'm, uh, when you're talking, when you're gone, I, I'm. I cracked. Have you cracked another one, Mike? I did. Yes. Okay. Well, why don't you tell the the listeners what you're drinking now? Okay. Today, uh, this time, I've got an Okanagan Spring Ghost Trail Dark Lager. Now, I've had this before. That probably I don't know four podcasts ago, and it it's. It's still awesome, I think. So you should have drank it, it, that on it, the Halloween cast. I should have. Now, now going yep. back, I, I I was too much into my candies and my concussions. So, oh yeah, candies and concussion. <laughs> you know that is the two C's and, and my my early nineties Pepsi or late eighties Pepsi. So that's right. I, I still that's think right. I made a good call with that one. So it's delicious. Oh yeah, absolutely. Vernon's own. Yeah, Okanagan Spring. Yeah, yeah. It's it's um, fantastic. It doesn't come in a twelve pack. I can only find it in six pack and. And I don't know how long they're going to continue it. I've only seen it off and on for the past two months, two, three months now. So hopefully they and carry what, it on. It it's a, really good. Sorry, is it a lager? It's a dark lager. It's it's a it's a it's only a five it's only a five percent, but it it's 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 got a very strong, strong kind of flavor to it, which is really cool. So yeah, I don't know if I've ever heard of a dark lager if you like, get a chance check it out mm-hmm. yeah and is it like just a couple run like it's a short run kind of thing i'm hoping it's not but like i said i've only found it in the six packs and i've only seen it for the past couple months so hopefully they yeah. carry it on is it, i don't think it's like one of their winter ale limited runs kind of thing yeah, but yeah. fingers yeah. crossed but uh, i think this is probably my favorite that they've uh, that they've released so far so i want to try that I'm on the same thing now. I'm on the dead frog, but now I'm on the Mandarin orange. Yeah. Mandarin orange kettle sour, a juicy bright amber ale with a splash of fresh orange and crisp malt base. And a refreshing sour finish. I I can't, I can't do the fruity thing. And it was weird too, because a couple podcasts ago you had, it was, uh, some sort of a, a fruit vodka something. What was that called? Mm-hmm. It, what what were those? Yeah, called? neutral. Yeah, yeah. neutral. Yeah. Yep. So I I had never heard of them prior to that podcast. Seeing you have it, so I thought, ah, I'm gonna give it a go. Awful, yeah. awful. Didn't I like w- it, eh? Oh, it was so bad. Is it like a white claw? <laughs> like what? What's it? Oh, I can't even describe it. It was so bad. It's a hundred calories, and, and it's, it's shit like, like this bubbly. Bloating. It's like this bubbly tonic water, and I fucking hate tonic Tonic water and it's 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 some sort of tonic and and light flavoring of oranges or some sort of fruity white claw thing it's awful yeah 
so disappointed. I, I, I choked it down, but it was awful. <laughs> That's the stuff that I drink after the beer is gone, though, right? That's I paid the... for it. I wasn't going to waste it, but man, that was bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to each his own, just like to each a zone. To each his own. That's right. Okay. Oh like man, we should do a smalls episode. We should do a smalls episode. Write it down. Call it. Yeah. Calling it now. I was listening to the podcast during work the other day, and there was, um, I think it was during the lyrics episode, and we we're talking about like murders in music or something like that, and we were all like, "That's a that's an episode for sure." I think we were talking write it down yeah murders and music it eh? sounds horrible like now it's coming out of my mouth i'm hearing myself say it but uh <laughs> but so, something something to do with uh uh, uh courtney love and- yeah that was it it was like yeah. I, like we t- we were talking about i don't know what it was but mike automatically you're like yeah no, what were we talking about? Like the the suicide note or something like that? And you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking Courtney wrote that, and we we're all like, what? I was forged. Yeah, <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> fucking, you know exactly. <laughs> you know the truth. Yeah. You know the truth. Oh, yeah. This would be a good podcast, but okay. We we will return to that. Write it down. I'm I'm ready to fight you guys because okay. this has been. <laughs> This has been a bone of contention for many, many a podcast episodes. Okay, let's do it. Uh, Fists up. I brought, I brought my guns. I brought my guns. <laughs> and I've been, I've been thinking about how to explain this to you guys because I really think you're missing out on some like <laughs> good, good old time. Here we go. Music. Here we go. All right, Luke Combs. I'm, I'm bringing it, and I know neither of you guys have even given him a chance uh, i couldn't name one song and i'm so glad you didn't say garth brooks and like wait one or, second or chris what was his other name chris chris gaines chris, chris gaines no. i'm glad you didn't say those two no no, no but i'm coming i'm coming fuck. at you with these two right now check out chris stapleton's new album all right and like luke combs he is poppy country but the reason why, and I've been really thinking about this because, like, you guys are my buddies, and when you make when you make fun of me, it hurts, and I yeah, just want to yeah. know why. It cuts, it cuts deep. It cuts deep. Cuts deep. And like, I was like, so why do I like country so much? My friends think this is stupid. Why? How? How do I explain to them that country is so good? Okay, let's start with a steel guitar. How? Love how steel. Awesome. Love lap steel. Love lap steel shit, yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. So, like, you're talking like what a national steel guitar? Or are you talking like a lap, lap steel guitar? Lap steel. Yeah. Yeah. Lap steel for sure. Okay. Love it. Right. Love it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, when you take a look at uh, a musician like Luke Combs, he has a solid band behind him. Really good, and it frames yep. out the steel guitar in such a way that it's not gimmicky. It's not overdone. It just it feels good. It's just yep. really nice. Okay, there's that. There's the fact that they got guitar solos, man. Like, there's some yep. really decent guitar solos. And it's not like, you know, like guitar solos done. Like, you've heard one, you've heard them all at this point, right? Like, you've heard every kind of style. <laughs> guitar yep. solos are something that a lot of bands are like, we don't do those anymore. But, right. Like, you got a guy on a fucking Telecaster with like a 
amazing sound. You really hear the quality of like the instruments that they're playing. The production is usually not overdone. It sounds good. It's, um, you know, it, it, it might be like a genre of music, which a lot of people laugh at, but the production, like the production value alone, and to be able to pick out some of these instruments that I have, like I hold near and dear to my heart, like old school Fender guitars, steel guitars, yep. and then you got a guy singing about beer. I mean, like what's not to like about that? Okay. So, so wait, wait, wait. So that's my, that's Luke Combs. Okay. Chris Stapleton just came out with a new album and it is awesome. And like, I'm not going to really go off on a tangent on that, but like, seriously, you guys give that a shot. I mean, there's more to life than just fucking metal. And, no, there isn't. But And Phil Collins. <laughs> All right. Okay. I can, can, can I, can I, can I, can I say something? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Say it. Okay. I'm getting another beer. I can hear you though. Okay. <laughs> On most of that, I wholeheartedly agree with you. For musicianship, hell yeah, awesome. For um, just all-round talent, for production, it's fantastic. The problem I have with it is the the songwriting and the lyrics and the, the main structure of it. When you take country, which for the most part I dig, I like country. The problem I have is pop country, where... It's, you know, you turn it on and, and it's honky tonk, badonka donk. And it's, that's it's all yeah. this, this yeah. really shitty, nothing worthless, you know, the, the vocal side, every there, I, I can't pick out. And I know every genre says, Oh, they all sound the same, but I, I really can't pick out a different in, in the pop country world, a singer that sounds different than another singer. Like you go back to old country and, you know, a lot of the most of those guys sound different. You can tell Willie Nelson is different from Johnny Cash. You can tell, right? And the and the song writing and the song structure was always interesting. Even if it was simple, it was always interesting. And now that you put this this super catchy, poppy, every song is about partying, drinking beers with my friends and that sort of thing. I, I can't subscribe to that, but the talent of the guitar, the talent of all the musicians, the the guitar solos, the drummers, the every bit and piece of that, the the recording, the production, the the sound quality is all great. But it comes down to there's nothing to it. Like it's it's just too it's it's too much of a throwaway uh, accessory, like a like this year's pair of shoes or this fancy bracelet or you know the sunglasses someone has to have this year like there's nothing to it that keeps you coming back and and i i do love country and i like um like i I love hank williams stuff and i like the old stuff even back to uh um i'm a huge uh hank three fan and his his stuff is pure country with good songs with killer guitar killer banjo work like the musicians that he works with are are unreal right and And i just i just i just can't subscribe to that that thing and like i'll once again i agree with you on everything other than the the writing and the 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 poppy 
nothing song structure that just, you know, pump out these songs because they're all going to sound the same. Right. Yeah. And there is a lot of that. And like I've gotten to mm-hmm. the point where I don't even mind some of that stuff. But mm-hmm. um, I think in particular, Luke Combs, he, he even has a song about this. Right. Like what's wrong with like country today and stuff like that. Right. I think he's one of the um, he's not even an outlier. He's just that good that he can call people out. And it's done in right. a way which is like it's not like a rapper beef kind of thing, but he's just saying right. like what happened to all to all of like the Willies and the and the Waylands, yep. like what happened to country and like Yeah. So I think that's where I really that kind of solidified my my interest and I guess love for country as far as like exploring another genre of music. And right. uh I've been hearing a little bit again, like Chris Stapleton here and there, like uh, touching like a little bit into bluegrass, but not maybe that's not it. I'd like to say, I don't really know. Some bluegrass is cool too. Some so. bluegrass is is cool, but uh, yeah, I just you know, I, again, I I think there's some really good musicians within that genre, and it's unfortunate that there's like uh the 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 stuff which is like really really shitty and like there's a lot like right now there's a lot of like crossover between like hip-hop and country and it's just like that's what sells that's what sells and i can't do it yeah yeah and like i i totally agree with you but i think as far as as um like a guilty pleasure i like Mm -hmm. you know i i was raised on willie like most definitely like stardust I don't know how many times I've heard that album. And um, uh, Dwight Yoakam, again, uh, Hillbilly Deluxe. I don't know how many times I've heard that album. Yeah, I got that on vinyl, man. Oh, fuck. So good, right? And like that's, I think you, there's artists that are, are like relevant now that are really sort of like reaching back and, and getting into like good old honky tonk like right. steel guitars and fucking tellies and and just like yep. real smart fun lyrics about something that I don't have to think too hard about and I think that's right. that's what I I really dig about it but uh yeah I don't know um well I mean if if they can make it catchy and entertaining without being super drowned in in the the kind of throw away pop then i can dig it but yeah it's just it's just hard <laughs> i gave luke combs a try i when you told me about luke combs i was like okay i'm gonna give this a solid go and maybe i wasn't listening to the right songs but <laughs> i lasted a couple seconds on each and i was like yeah this sounds like the rest of the stuff i've tried in country like oh. as far as like new country goes yeah, right yeah, like, yeah. oh but, well yeah, I don't know. I'm with you guys. Like I, you know, same thing. Like I like the outlaw country, right? Like I mm-hmm. like that that stuff. I I can listen to that. I've got lots of that stuff on vinyl. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what it is. Like I just can't do the. And there's lots of '90s country that, like, you know, we we grew up on or we listened to at parties and stuff. And, you know, it's a lot of garbage and, but it brings back a lot of memories at the same time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It just feels like I kind of, you know, I agree with you, Mike, that I, I couldn't name you, you know, the difference between 
Kenny Chesney and uh, what's Who? his, what's his, yeah, Ken, you know, like Kenny uh, Chesney, man. Who's the guy that plays the guitar there too? Really good. He's all right. <laughs> Keith Urban, Keith Urban, okay. that guy. Like I can't tell you the difference between those songs, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess you know it's funny because we talked about lyrics before in a previous episode, yeah. and I think the lyrics are super driven in the country world, right? Like if you don't. You're talking about, you know, knowing about them talking about beer and, and stuff like that. But like in a rock song, it won't mean as much. You know right. what I mean? Like the lyrics won't mean as much to you as they do in a country because that's what they have to hang the hat on, right? Like they have to hang their hat on the lyrics because the music is doing the same thing pretty much every time. It's pretty simple. Right? It's the like, same couple chords, just enough. like blues. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You so you're like, oh, I got to it. Yeah. So, you know, whereas another band where you're like, oh, I'm going to just focus on the guitar because the guitar work is unbelievable in this song and I'm not going to really care about the lyrics, you know, like it's just different. I guess it's in the different genre of music, but I don't know. I just, I, I guess I don't knock it, but I just can't understand how to like it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand. Like I give it an honest shake yeah. and I can't, I can't find where I fit in on that be like a Luke Combs or whatever, right? And I've given Chris Stapleton a, t- a chance too. Like I gave that one of those albums a shot yeah. and I was like, okay. And and don't get me wrong, Chris Stapleton is actually one of the better ones I listened to, but not something I can throw on. But who knows? Maybe I'll try this new album and I'll give it a go, right? But it just doesn't show up on my... <clears throat> when I think about listening to something new, I don't be like, ah, I'm going to check out some country. Like, Well, it, it comes down to the subgenre where the 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 big hits it's it's like bro country and you look at bro rock like on uh nickelback you look at bro metal where it's like five finger death punch it's the same kind of thing where they're all selling the same uh monster energy drinks or rock star energy drinks and wearing the the tap out stuff and i got my cowboy hat my tap out and my you know affliction affliction and like it it just for for the for the most part yes and i know there's a lot of other country artists that don't sit in that but the majority of newer pop country does and and once again i can never knock the musicianship because the the backup bands are always awesome but there there's just nothing to the music it's just uh, just uh, as a bookmark here, let's just maybe a uh, best opening bands uh, episode two, or write it down. Worst or worst opening bands too. Oh, write it down. Man. Yeah, yeah. Put that down as one of them, maybe too. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, keep going. Okay. I think I think we're like beating a dead horse here, but I'm just gonna throw this out there. All right. <laughs> Core blunt. Yeah. Outlaw Country, man. Love it. Good stuff. And you know what? I saw that Smalls documentary. I don't know if you guys watched that. Uh, Nicole and I went and saw it in The Princess. And oh, wow. Corb had a great, great line. Great line in it. Um, he talked about, because they asked him about how can you go from, you know, being a bass player in this in the Smalls to playing, you know, country music. Um, and he's like, oh, you know, it's like... Uh, playing sports he's like it's like playing uh football and playing hockey he's like i can play both he's like i can do both but you know uh why not you know 
And uh, I was like, oh, that's kind of a good way to look at it. Like, you know, from that perspective, you can do whatever you want. doesn't matter. Um, but Corb's great. You know, like, a, and I was supposed to see Corb this this summer. He was playing the Roots and Blues Festival in Salmon Arm, and we had tickets, and that didn't happen. But um, I don't know. I, I it's like I like the outlaw country. I don't like the pop country. I guess that's enough, where the bottom yeah. line is for me. Yeah. If there wasn't that Smalls, <laughs> if if he didn't have that Smalls <laughs> punk rock pedigree. <laughs> Yeah. Would you still I'd pro- be I would, into? Yeah, I'd probably still listen to him. Yeah, because he's got that kind of, he's got that honky tonk kind of outlaw thing what to him, fuck? anyways, what don't right? You like, what don't you like, Luke Combs? <laughs> then, man, D- Dane, I'm so sorry that I hurt your feelings, and and the words that I said on those last ones, if it cut you deep, and and I, I'm very very sorry. No, I, and I I, I don't want to I don't want to <laughs> have to get you into therapy. To get over this next little little bit here, you're you're allowed to love what you love, and and everybody has allowed guilty pleasures, like the episode is is talking about. And um, I'm sorry. It's all right, man. <laughs> I don't think a Luke Combs in the same breath as Corb Lund, though. Like that feels like it's totally different uh, music. All I'm saying is that I think. Corb's not singing about beer. Corb's singing about what are you talking you know, about? It's time to buy to whiskey. A Bible We've on been drinking beer all night. It's the same <laughs> shit. I guess. Come on, dude. <laughs> I told you I, I was gonna it bring shot. it. I gave it I told a try. You I was gonna bring it. That's all right. There's no judgment here. Like I said, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't judge you for liking Luke Combs. That's that's cool. I just it's not for me. <laughs> And neither is Def Leppard. Why not? I'm, 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 so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. All right. You know. Okay, we pr- we should probably wrap this up. I think okay. we do one round. Do we have? Do we all have a song? Let's that we can do. end with. I've got. Okay. I've got one song that I'm going to go. Dane, to do you have a song? Uh, I could think of just one. one song. Sure, one each, okay. and we're done. Okay. okay, so flips next. Okay, well, I'm going to end it off with, uh, and it just came on the other day. It's kind of funny because Nicole and I were talking about guilty pleasures. I was like, you know what? This song is on my guilty pleasure list. And then I got into the truck the other day, and I was getting the tires changed, and it came on, and I and I snapped a shot of that on my uh, my dashboard, and I sent it to Nicole, and I'm like, just so you know, I'm cranking it right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, good. And this song is going back to the 80s again. And this song is uh, Manic Monday by the Bangles. That's Just my a great that song, man. It's a Monday. Oh, it's so good, man. Yeah. That's I just, my I, had, I was going to get <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was going to get the tires changed and it came on. I was like, yes. <laughs> cranked it in the truck and then i just snapped a shot of it at the stoplight and i just sent manic monday manic monday bangles those were the three pictures i sent nicole and i she's like that's awesome (laughs) because that's how it came up on my dash so there you go and i don't know i don't i I don't know is there other bangle songs that i would know i'm not sure but there's a band yeah there's a band that i don't know any other catalog but i love that song i don't know what it is it's uh, it's one of those guilty okay 
There you go. So Manic Monday Bangles. Actually, when I when I thought about it, I was like, <laughs> is it by the Go Go's? I don't. I always get the Go Go's and the Bangles mixed up, but. Yeah. And Bananarama's in that mix, too. I get, I get all those mixed Ooh, up, too. Fuck. But I'm like, yeah. I had to look it up. But uh, Bangles, yeah, okay, good. So there you go. Bangles, Mac Monday. There you go. Wow. Okay, I've I've got two really quick ones. I know it was just been one, but I got to fit two into this. Mm-hmm. So the first one, I have to say, only because my wife is a giant Backstreet Boys fan. There you are. Okay. Always hated Backstreet Boys, never gave any shits. Until I saw the movie This Is the End with Seth Rogen. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. So the very yeah. last the very last scene of the movie is probably one of the greatest endings of a movie ever. And yeah. it's when they, they finally get sucked up to heaven and they're they're talking to each other and it's like what you know, you, you could have anything you want, you know, make you know, make make your first whatever. And uh guy closes his eyes and then opens his eyes and here comes the backstreet boys saying everybody <laughs> everybody and then just everybody explodes into dance and it was it was so well done that i can't not enjoy that song now yeah that's that was the, a crazy movie that's the only thing and like i said i've always hated it until that movie and it was like okay i i was so entertained by that scene that that's now on my guilty pleasure list. Nice. Yep. Yep. And the other yep. one is from the same time. Uh, Christina Aguilera. Genie in a Bottle. Now, <laughs> I've always hated that song up until about two months ago. So I've been I've been doing my guitar thing for a while and trying to do, you know, put shit out on Instagram and YouTube and whatever. So on on ig you get to talk to other bands and musicians and shit so out of nowhere i get a message from a band in pittsburgh called disaster theory and uh they're they're a smaller project they've only been around for a year but the stuff that they're putting out is very it's extremely well produced and put together um i was quite blown away by by the end product of what they're doing and uh they decided to do a cover of Genie in the Bottle. So, or Genie in a Bottle. And he, uh, they messaged me and was like, hey, we got this song. We're doing this cover. We're going to do a music video and all this other stuff. Do you want to do a guitar solo for it? Because they don't really have a proper guitar lead guitarist in the band. So I'm like, yeah, I'll check it out. So they sent me their version of it. And and their style is very, uh, I want to say kind of Linkin Park-esque. Uh, it, it's very well done anyway. So it's, they sent me this thing and I did the solo. And since I did that, I've, their version of the song has made me like the original. She's She can sing, man. Yeah. Like I've, uh, you know, when you see her live and she's got, she's got pipes, there's no yep. doubt about it. So yep. I got to respect that. Yeah, there's not a lot no of auto tune there. No, no, she's for real. Like yep. when every time I've seen her, she can actually sing. So that's yep. a bonus. Yeah, yeah, and that that also links back to the Lincoln Park, the whole uh, Christina Aguilera, come and get some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a funny time. Hey, that like whole Britney Spears, you know, so weird. Christina Aguilera, yeah, like that whole scene was just a strange time. I don't know in music, but anyways, yeah, yeah no, those are good. Those, those are, are good. my They're two on quick the- hits. They're on the board. Okay. Dane, 
Last but not least, what do you hit, got? Hit a hit a home run on this one, pal. Yeah, I mean, we just gave you Backstreet Boys, Bangles, and uh, Aguilera. Christina Aguilera. So hit it, hit it know, hard, hit it huge. Now. All right, yeah. so last one, uh, Babe Ruth, this shit, do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my son is gonna turn three months old on Monday, so we're, li- awesome. we're listening wow. to a lot wow. of baby music. And usually that consists of a fucking clarinet and a synth. Yep. And sometimes it's like, am I listening to a Christmas song or is this like... <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> what What am I listening to? And it all sort of just like blends into one thing. But I have not been able to get this one song out of my head for like a month. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Banana Phone by Raffi. <laughs> Holy fuck! It is the catchiest fucking song I've oh, ever. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. so good. And I even like you got tag Rafi in this now in this episode. And like I like like you know I've had friends and family and they've had children and like oh shit yeah you're listening to the Wiggles that must suck and we do that too. I understand the genius of Rafi, even to the extent the other day, my, my friend turned 41 and I sent him a Rafi song like happy birthday. Listen to this song. And I just like, was that the apples and bananas song? (laughs) That's also apples and bananas. bananas. Like (laughs) how do you learn your vowels? Like, let's just fucking talk about bananas. (laughs) Genius. The dude has a thing about bananas, obviously, but, um, yeah, banana phone. It's crazy. It's just stuck in my head. It will not get That's out. Awesome. <laughs> Did you have you stumbled across the uh, the Rockabye Baby? Oh yeah, uh, the that compilation thing where they do like a there's a Radiohead album and uh, Nine Inch Nails and a Tool, a Tool one. Is there Tool? And it's all yeah. It's awesome, man. Like it's 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 the whole kind of bling 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 yeah yeah but it's <laughs> it's the two songs impression. it's fantastic yeah well, like yeah. we'll normally just listen to it and try and who's the first one to pick out the song but yeah i yeah. first heard of them as they did uh Jim there's a Juice. nirvana one is yeah. there yeah yeah that one's yeah. that's great it's uh it's it's brilliant really it's a good idea yeah, yeah. it's it really is brilliant so that's my that's my fucking banana phone. That's a good this one. song is driving me bananas, and I'm just like, yeah, me too, Raffy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a good one to end on. <sighs> Solid. Yeah. I, you know what? To be honest with you, none of these really sounded like guilty pleasures to me. Well, that's I was that's just the like, trick of. How how like deep do we have to go in order for it to be a, a guilty pleasure? I think we just kind of addressed this at the beginning, but it's a tough one. It, it, it all it, it's it all depends on the individual, and it all depends on the demographic, and it all depends on. There's so many factors, and you know, if if a song's if a song makes you happy, then whatever, fuck it, right? I mean, for yeah, for the the first, you know, for you you hit. 15 you know 13 to to whatever when you really start being involved in music at like 12 13 and it's a magical thing right yeah. and then you, you know from from 13 to like 25 it's the the most important thing in your world and then you know as as you get older and older your your snobbery of it or your your angle or your your guard on it kind of 
kind of changes. So it comes down to at this point, you know, being almost 40, it's, it's like, you know, if it makes you happy, fuck whatever. Just, just, you know, don't, I just, think... just don't make me listen to it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, I think about the other side of this though, too. I always think about like somebody who loves like pop music, who loves, you know, <laughs> Backstreet Boys and everything. They're like, you know what? My guilty pleasure song. I love Mastodon. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I just love Mastodon. <laughs> like, I just wonder if it flips completely on the other side. I just like you know saying I mean? like, Mastodon. <laughs> that's, that's that's the thing too. When 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 I met when I met my wife, she was a huge Backstreet Boys fan, but she also knew she also knew Mastodon, and she also knew Death Clock, and she loved these these albums, and it's. It's it all depends, you know. It's it's whatever you're you're uh, introduced to, and at what time in your life you're introduced to, and how you want to uh, how you want to take it in, right? So whatever scratches yeah. that itch, man. That's what it's that's all the about. Deal. Yeah. So I mean, every every once in a while, you go back and 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 some '90s Euro dance will come on, uh, and and for some reason, I'll just get happy for no reason for these songs that I hated. But now that you play it, you just get this weird, happy, you, you don't have anything involved in, you, you know, involved in it emotionally or, or anything. And it's just on and you just get this stupid smile on your face. It's that kind yeah. of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a guilty pleasure. There you there go. There you go. There you go. There it is. Cue the music. <laughs> <laughs> Fade out. 